I'm just recording a short disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Uh, I am not in it very much. I salvaged as much as I could, but when I backed up my Audacity file, it didn't have a way to relink it. We talk about some serious topics, including sexual assault and medical drama, so if that makes you uncomfortable, now's the time to click off. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Comic Cast. I'm here with Bear again, and today we have a uh, special guest um, centered around this podcast. Uh, I'd like you guys to uh, meet Manny or Ricky or whatever you guys want to call him. Here he is. So, Call me Lucky. Lucky, okay. I'm going to continue to call you what I know you by Ricky or Manny, but uh, it's what everyone wants to call you. Um, today's podcast is a little different. Um, I really don't know if this is going to turn into not a series, but like a podcast oh, a podcast series where we do more along the lines of this. Normally, it's just me and Bear, and I'm just going to start off by saying uh, this is a very different podcast to what me and uh bear normally make but yeah so along the terms of that um like he said very serious uh topics um i shouldn't have to mention them because it's going to be in the video but um there will be talks uh, probably about rape um just lung problems lung disease just if you're not a fan of hearing things like that, I encourage you to click off this podcast or watch with somebody of age or I don't know. I don't know what I'm just viewer discretion advice. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So hi, Ricky. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's pretty good to have you here. Yep. So for starters, you came to me, not Bear. Uh, I've known, I, I originally knew him. Uh, Bear actually just met him recently. So like I was saying, uh, Manny, you you came to me out of nowhere uh, saying that you started watching our podcast and that you would like it. You were liking it and um, that you basically wanted to know if you wanted to be able to, if you could come on and tell your story. and. That kind of, I'm not going to lie to you, kind of caught me off guard because I didn't think that, I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know, uh, knowing Bear, I didn't know if he was going to be willing to do something like that. And second of all, I didn't know that you were really wanting to freely talk about that because I obviously, me and you have been friends for years now, either five or six years. Um, We met on, yeah, we, we met on Xbox One. So... I, I, I know a pretty good bit about your story, maybe not all of it, and maybe today you might even enlighten me on new things that have happened or stuff that I didn't know happened. Uh, but yeah, so like I was saying, you came to me and asked if you could be on our podcast, and here we are. I asked Bear, he said yeah, and uh, you said you wanted to talk about your life, and that's a pretty big step. If I don't say so myself. Big I mean, step, yeah, I can call it a big step. More like I mean, a doozy. From the year yeah, I was born. Yeah, so, um, yeah, by all means, uh, me and Bear don't really have, you're, you're the first person we've had on this podcast series, so congrats to that. But, um, yeah, you are, 
Well, I was born January 12th, 1998. Oh, he's starting. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Manny. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. Davis Hospital. You come out, little, little Ricky. As they, they call me, as everybody call me. I was weighed so little. I was so little I could fit in the palm of your hand like it wasn't nothing. Then uh, okay. I got shipped to Foresight for a couple of days. They shipped me back to Babbage because the Babbage fair I was going to die. And, and I died three times when I was born on my mama. And they sprayed. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a little confused. So you said you were born at a at Baptist, Baptist Hospital? Baptist Hospital, correct. Yeah, okay. So where where is this? Are you comfortable saying I'm not dropping I'm not dropping locations. Uh, that's fine. So Baptist Hospital, um, you were born and already you were born with what? Do you know exactly what you have? I had when I was born they put a phenotube in me. I was on oxygen, I was I was a preemie when I was born. And I so had So you were So you were born with animals. Yeah, I was already born with the illness at the time. Um, okay. And so do you know exactly what you have and what it's called? I don't think personally me talking to you ever, even as a friend, not even on the podcast, I don't think you've actually told me what you have. Like, do you know what you have? The Lyme disease, I do. Like, there's a name for it, obviously. Do you know what it is? Tree in the bud. It's what? Tree in the bud. Tree in the bud? Yep, tree in the bud. Is that like uh And I got I got they also when I was born they put me in uh put me away for six months because they put me on life support for six months. Then I come off Life support. They come off when I was a baby, I come off two days before I got to come home. You know I see I it was is a bad tragedy. So already, just from even being born, you were going through a lot. Like, life support, my, you said. Yeah. And then, uh, my doctor, I called Dr. Bowtie, but his real name is Dr. Dr. Bowtie saved my life multiple times when I was a baby. He, uh, even... When I got rushed, when I got uh, discharged out of Baptist as a baby, I got sent home on a, a feeding tube, uh, a CPAP, like a bad pap, you know what that is. So, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I had a shit bag, like a crap bag, kind of, where I cook crap. So, then I went through, uh, through that, and then I had that all the way up to I was seven. But then Dr. Bowtie had to save my life again when I was two years old. Because I, I had a hole in my heart. The hole in my heart, it, it was starting to get bigger and bigger. Then he had, they had to rush me to the hospital that early in the morning. Got to the hospital and they got... Do you, do you know what caused that? No, not this. Yeah, actually, yes. When I got older, I found out what it was. It was my back problems I have in my back. Didn't know. Shit. 
then after that, it was smooth sailing with the health problems till up to like three or four when I was three or four years old. I had, I suffered from a, I got a test on I, I got diagnosed with autism, learning disability, um, freaking, uh, then that's when uh, they found something in my lungs and they didn't know what it was at the time. Then they said, hey, you be fine. Then I started. So, so you were, you were actually diagnosed with autism. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A touch of it. A really touch a of touch it. touch of it. Okay. Um, so going back just a little bit, um, let's, um, I guess what I really want to know is how, for starters, how you went through that. Cause I think you said all the way up to age nine or seven. What did he say? Seven. You said seven. So can, let's, let's talk about school. Can we, can we talk about that? Is that okay? Yeah, let's talk about it. So school for you how was how was school i got bullied when i was in school by by i will drop his name because i really don't care about him he bullied me all the way up till i was 18 from oh so fairly recent he was he's still kind of 18 he's right now married to my cousin i still had to see him every now and then oh shit and I told I, when my uncle passed away, Uncle Gary, he used to hit on my uncle Gary. He was like, eighty years old, and I basically told him face to face, is uh, if you keep hitting on my uncle, then he passed away because he that's, that's the way I heard about him and my uncle. And he told his he told my uncle he was gonna kill him, one night. And I found that out after my uncle died, and it sat well with me ever since. And that's been like years ago. And the bad thing about that bully, it lives like five minutes from my house. That's, that's, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I know from what you've told me, I believe you said um that you were kicked out of school you said you got kicked out at yeah third i got grade. i got kicked out at seventh grade not third. seventh grade yeah i got kicked okay. out at seventh grade They're, they called my they called my mama the other week because i was sick for two weeks straight i couldn't go to school couldn't get out of now, bed now before you continue this kick out was because of your illness yeah i'm getting right? to that i'm getting was to it that something up? i was getting okay, to okay. that go ahead my bad i didn't they called my mama up at the time, I had a phenotype and oxygen. Oh, O2 tank. Well, if y'all got While you were still going to school, you were on a feeding tube and an oxygen? Yes. Uh, I actually, I wouldn't go to school with the feeding pump yet. I was still had oxygen. I was going back and forth to school with oxygen. Then, and when I was in school, I had a big setback. Then, uh, um, then I got put in the hospital and then the doctors, everything put me in surgery and I woke up. I had a feeding tube, and I still got the scars and everything in my belly from the feeding tube. Well, I had that, and I didn't want to go to school some days because I didn't want to get picked on by that bully. I know that bully was there waiting on me every day. At that time, I just fully told Mama. Then the principal, principal called my Mama about eight o'clock in the morning, and said, "Hello, Miss Miss Dean." Mama said, "Hello." So then she said, "Your son is kicked out for." 
blah, blah, not showing up. Then they said, then they told mom, I was like, they don't want to deal with the health problems. We kicking his butt out for good. So my mama, what the fuck? so my mama went out her way and homeschooled me the rest of the year. Well, that was nice of your mom. That, that is fucked what your school did. They kicked you out because you had... Pro they kicked me that's, out because I was on Oxy and right. a feeding tube. Yeah, that is that is not right. Um, Yeah, what I was going to say earlier, though, you said you were going to name names. We're actually going to cut out those names, Bear, um, just for privacy's sake. Um, But no, okay, so that was, that was school for you all the way up till you said seventh grade. Yeah. Um, damn. Just to... But at the time... I, I, can't, I can't even imagine... But at the time when I was going to school, I was kept... I kept getting sick every, like, every week. Every yeah, I, I wouldn't... I can't even imagine all the, the shit that you've, you know, gone through up until at least seventh grade, you know? Like, to have all that shit happen with you and then, uh, whoever the guy you named off that was then, uh, I gotta, bullying you, that's... When I was in, uh elementary school you never heard this one by yet alex this is a new one for you i was uh, my kindergarten teacher miss drawn i think her name is uh, i really don't know his name is though i think it's i call it well it, just remember we don't we don't need to name off names okay yeah okay well I, when i was sleeping in the class at in kindergarten i was a little little boy at the time I was sleeping. She tried to wake me up and stuff like that, and tried to take my stuffed animal away. I woke up and I threw a chair at her. I picked up a chair oh. and tossed it at her, and uh, I drew scissors out on her. Then um, that's not good. Then they sent me off to the special class, like a special class. Then I had to start riding the short bus, but on that short bus, I met a lot of good people. Recently, that one good place. You know, I I actually personally hate that that term, uh, short bus, because that's what a lot of people said. Uh, when I was in middle school, that's what they called it. Um, and I really hate that because you know, it's it's kind of fucked. But, um, yeah. So I, I I've been talking a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure, man, uh, what's it called? Bear, you probably have some questions for him before we get into, like, like I guess his next chapter. Uh, because he said he, he has a lot. He Guys, I'm just going to say this right now. He wrote down a list, so he's going to be going through a lot of different topics. Um, I'm just trying to make sure that he doesn't zip right through those. Um, but I want to make sure that you have some things to say because, you know, this is our podcast and we have him on here. Um, and I want to make sure that everyone gets heard, not just me. You know, because I have a problem with talking a lot. <laughs> so you, I mean, like I said, it, this is all surrounded by you, man. So uh, whatever next topic that you want to talk about, well, my it's all up to you. My teenage years, here we go. A doozy of okay. century. Well, 12 years old have passed. Well, here's 13. Well, I was laying in the bed one night. Ugh. Oh, no. It's, it's okay, man. Take your time. Because I know a lot of this stuff is really hard for you to speak about. It was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. I get a knock at my door in like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. I have a sleep. I, I heard the door sling open. I was like, what the heck? 
Then uh, I got like four, somebody forced something on me. I was like, what the? It's like, I don't want to say the word, but something happened to me about one, two o'clock in the morning when I was 13 years old. You'll probably die. Okay, so, okay, so you did decide to talk about, um, fuck. I, I know, I know what exactly what you're talking about. I think Barry, you know what he's talking about too. Um. The only thing that I can say about that, Manny, is I'm terribly sorry that something like that had to happen to you. Um, I did it to way, but yeah, okay. Well, it wasn't either that story. It's fucked that people like that like to take advantage of people who can't defend themselves. Then here comes 14. I wasn't even done with that story yet. 14. I, it was Christmas time. I, st- I seen the same person that done that to me. Every year for Christmas. Now since that happened to me, I stay in my room. Did you ever tell on them? They end up dying. Oh. They end up dying. Okay. Yeah. Then, um... I, this last time I seen him, it was 14 years old. It was Christmas. I was out of my room and I seen him walk through the door. So I turned my ass, I turned my butt around, went back to my room, shut my door and put something in front of it. Then, um... Oh, no, I, I, I don't blame you, dude. It's it's kind of pissing me off that people like that exist to take advantage of somebody who's not even, like, that has certain issues like that just to take advantage of that that's just absolutely absolutely terrible did you did you ever you know speak out about this before he passed away or did you not say anything i don't want to i didn't want to that's understandable sometimes in situations like that you it was get family. backed into a corner where you don't no, know how to... it's the it was the reason why i did because it, it was family it was one of the family members that done it so I just, Again, that's I, understandable. I chose to keep my mouth shut and kept rolling with it. And I'm again, I'm, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Y'all hear a little, uh, later on? I come successful in what I do now. Y'all hear it? Well, then a 15 hit. I was, I got hit in the head with a, uh, a golf club by my little cousin. Oh my god! And I was busted open. Did he? Did he mean to? No, he didn't, because I was standing behind him when he was golfing. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that wasn't... Okay, well, at least it was an accident. Well, I I got... Why would you get hit in the head by a golf club randomly? How does that just happen? Well, if you look at my eye, right here, if I squint, I got an end right here in my eye. Because when I got stitches, I got take 12 stitches up my eye. Because I remember day... I remember clear, I seen blood. Running down my head, through my eyes, going down my head. And I looked over and asked my mama, it's like, am I going to be okay? I was freaking out. And it was, then my cousin was apologizing. It's like, I've been hit in the head with golf ball, like golf balls, hit my ankles and everything. But no, so you were, you were starting to talk about some good things that, you know, had, you know, were happening well, here's a, in your life. Well, 16 is a good year for me, a really good year. 
I made okay, a, I so made, what happened? I made a good girlfriend. I, I got, oh, okay, okay. You know, we, we, I started going to church every every day, every, like, Wednesday and Sundays. I used to go to a church named Glory Light Baptist Church. It's a local church down here where I live at. Okay. Well, this this church was a good church. <clears throat> I, I'd met a lot of good people and stuff in that church. I was good friends with the preacher. Real good friends with the preacher. Still are to this day. Well, that's nice. The girl, me and this girl on the back of the church van, Eskimo kissed on the back of the church van. Eskimo kissed? Uh, can I ask what that is? Nose and nose, I think. Yeah, it was nose and nose. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I had to thank you there for a minute. Then, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 20 and I didn't even know that. <laughs> Well, they had a thing for me, a three. Uh, well, now I'm 16, uh, 17 now. That girlfriend broke up to me and she turned, turned to the dark side. She started using drugs and everything else, started getting wrapped up in that life. So I just turned my back and went the other direction. Then I got put back in the hospital over where they found uh, cold blue. They found cold blue on me. It was something, they found a blue spot in my, on my head or something like that. They, called they found it, a blue spot? Yeah, they, what do you mean? They called it cold Elaborate. blue. It's something cold, cold blue. blue. I'm just finding this out now, but what he's referring to is code blue, which according to Google is respiratory or cardiac arrest. They, and I was about to get, they had me, um, they it was about to fly me in a helicopter and everything back to Babbage and get operated on again. Then they, they watched, I kept saying, no, I'm not going back to Babbage. No, I was using, I was using medical treatment that day. You, like I said, you, you were refusing it again. Just for personal, like, have you always, I not keep this part in, but have you always, um, have you always refused help? In my adult year, yes. Yeah, okay. Because I've been through enough in my childhood. I'm tired of it. Honestly, I remember when you first told me that, and I was thinking in my head, why would anybody want to refuse help? But then... You know, I think I either had this conversation with Feet or someone else. I forget who it was, but to have all this trauma happen in your life and go through so many different, you know, surgeries and so many different changes and just different things happening. I could kind of understand why somebody would be done with that. So I, I, I get why you did that but that doesn't mean that you should um and i think you know this now i i hope you know this now i i, I hope you know that uh people are just trying people are just trying to help you yeah back um, up, you just gave me another thing i was going to talk about yeah go ahead go ahead i'm not i'm not trying to make this podcast all over the place i mean this is all in your words and i'm happy however this podcast ends up turning out but i just want to make sure that you're speaking the way that you want to speak. Yeah, I am. At the at hospitals, the way you said about the hospitals, it took me a while to stay by myself in the hospital. I couldn't, 
and when this COVID stuff hit, I could I can't stay in a hospital by myself. I mean, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think I'd be able to stay in a hospital by myself. I absolutely hate hospitals. I hate getting shots. I hate I hate everything like that. Oh. I don't fuck with hospitals whatsoever. You get near me with a shot or anything like that, you just get near me in a hospital or anything, I start freaking out. I will start shaking. I'm back That's just how I am. I hate that. In the hospital. Well, well, the hospitals... I can't, I can't stay by myself because where that shit happened when I was younger. Yeah. Well, now I'm close to 18. I'm 17 years old. I'm getting close to my door. And, you know, this is around the time that we met. Um, and, you know, a little bit on the lighter side, when we first met you, uh, we ended up finding out that you like to, you like music, right? I was a rapper at that time. You still are. Yeah, still am. So you wanna you wanna tell people about the music that you make and the music that you like, the stuff that you're interested well, in, my, why you like, my why you are who you are. My fans knows me as Lucky, but I call Lucky One Rap. I call on YouTube. I call my fans Lucky Squad, but when I first started music. I was in the rap battles and rap battles, everybody, I didn't care. I'm right now, to this day, March the 3rd, 2020, I'm setting 32 and 0 in rap battles, undefeated from everybody <laughs> trying to step to me. But when I first started, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit instant music. When I met Alex and the whole crew I didn't know what to think I was still in a rough part of my life I was in a dark part of my life I was running with other people with well you know the thing that I I wanted to mention uh because I've been wanting to talk about this for a while because we've been playing this podcast for a bit um I just want to say that I out of everything that you've gone through and Bear can probably agree to this um, out of everything that you've gone through and how you are managing to rap and make music and do all this, you're not letting any of the people that are hating on you get in your way. I mean, I, you literally let me have, um, access to your YouTube channel maybe a week ago. And I was just looking through some of the comments that you were getting all the people that are just shitting on everything that you're doing. And you know, how many times people in our friend group has made fun of your music and just, just yeah, different little things and that. joked around with it. I, was gonna, I mean, I was going to get to that, but you don't let that cat out of the bag. Well, no, I, I'm saying that you are actually very stable when it comes to that. I mean, you hold your ground. You still continue to make music, rap music, whatever. You still continue to do that and you block out the haters. Which is something that's kind of hard for me to do with my YouTube channel. Um, luckily, luckily, we don't have haters on the comical uh, podcast channel yet. But I'm pretty sure once that happens, I'm going to be grinding my teeth. But, you know, people that hate on your videos, you just don't care. I don't. I, I honestly admire you for that. I because don't. When I get comments like that, even on my videos... I stress over that. I know not to care hey, about it, but I still stress over it. And you're <laughs> over here 
making music and then someone shits on it and then you're like okay, okay next song like i that's actually something that i admire about you i even uh i even dressed my haters in a couple of songs i done i put my i know i even put my middle With fingers numerous up. diss tracks and everything like that yeah, yeah I, I've put seen. My, I put my middle fingers up to them every time now on the topic Ooh, of haters okay. y'all want to talk about the haters okay uh, oh my haters! Everybody, I've I've made a lot of diss tracks on haters. I I post fun at myself for the haters. I made diss tracks at myself for the haters. I I just basically shitted on them all the way I can. I just barely poked a bear and don't really care. I'm like a rapper in the game. I love to watch. His name is Ryan of Church. Well. He's a country artist and a country rapper. Well, he he's been in the game a good ten years. Okay. I got I got brung up by Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and um Rice Scum, PewDiePie, uh all them YouTube rappers. I brought I come up with Neil. I got the energy from Neil. The first song I listened to while I was So you're saying you, you got inspired by them to make the music that you currently make now? Okay. That, that's that's actually pretty cool. So you're basically talking about YouTuber diss tracks is what you're talking about. Because PewDiePie doesn't make, I don't think, regular music, at least to my knowledge. Uh, I don't really watch him that much, so I can't really say. I know he just made a recent diss track and it got taken down. It was on like Coco Melon. Yeah, about this uh, time, about this time, I got my little doggy, my little doggy named Diesel. Around this yeah, time, we, we love Diesel. Around this time, you talk about him a lot, yeah. I was rapper when I got it. When still am, I made a, me a few music videos with Diesel, Future and Diesel, Future and my dog. <laughs> well, then the rapping. I stepped out one time because they thought my heart was failing. That was 2017 or 16 at the time. I think I knew Alex at the time. Yeah, I think I did. I I feel like I remember something about that. Um, I'm not so sure because we've had a lot of scares with you. Um, well, they thought my heart was failing at the time because they see I got sent to the hospital about four o'clock in the morning because I was having chest pains and they thought they thought I was going to cardiac arrest then it then it come to find out I suffered I suffered from aspirating pneumonia bad aspirating pneumonia like every time I eat I sometimes it goes down the wrong pipe and every night if I can't eat laying down period in the store I can't even I can't even drink no water or nothing before I lay down because I have a risk of waking up next morning going right back to the hospital. Fuck. It's like... Uh, no, but you're getting closer. So, there was... I am I am going to mention this. This is just uh, for my POV. There was a point in time where um, we ended up falling out. Um, yeah, we that was back sadly. in that was back in two thousand and seventeen. Seventeen, yeah, I was getting ready to get to that. 
Um, well, no, me, 2018. No. My bad. It was yeah, 2018. I was, I was getting um, it. Well, so we ended up falling out. Yeah. Uh, over situations that are kind of irrelevant, just kind stupid, of stupid kid man. drama. Yeah, um, yeah. But we ended up falling out. Turns out when we ended up hearing from you again, when we heard, we, we fell out in 2016 and then started talking yeah. again in 2018. 2019. Um, yeah, no, no, it was 2018. It was, sure? it was about to be 2019 because your surgery, we, we ended up hearing from you again and then you started talking to me that you were going to get surgery um, and that you were very, you know, scared and everything like that. And that yeah. you were going to have to be put to sleep and it was going to, you were going to be in the hospital for a bit. And we all ended up, uh, coming back to you and talking to you and wishing you good luck and everything like that. And luckily you ended up coming out of that surgery I'm like scared. a fucking boss and you just pushed through that. And skate. Yeah, exactly. So can you explain to everybody what that surgery was for? They was my surgery at the time. It was when I got put on life support, 2018. It was the second time I was on life support. Then the surgery I had at the end of 2018, they was trying to go in there to find a piece of my lung and see is what was wrong with it at the time. Well, they was afraid I was gonna die in the surgery because they was going in my lungs and I got bad lungs anyway. And um, they was all afraid if they moved my lungs a certain way, I was done. So I got the surgery done in 2018 somewhere. Then I woke up and they said, "You done good? It's you. You good to go? No hospital, nothing." I walked out like unscathed. They've been my own music, listening to Kid Rock and everything. I was good. I mean, I, I even remember that there was talks of uh, some of us driving to see you before you went to surgery. Like, we we were worried. Like, the the way that you told us to, uh, us, everything about the surgery was that you could actually die from that. And we were all just so worried for you. Like, obviously, we can't do anything because we met on Xbox. But I didn't want that to stop us from you know, meeting you or anything like that. So there were honest to God talks of us driving up to you and seeing you and, you know, staying there and waiting until the surgery's over and everything like that. Obviously that didn't happen because it didn't need to. And you ended up, you know, showing everybody up that you were still strong and you kicked through all of that surgery. You just, you came out number one, basically. And it, it it scared us though. I, I I remember when that happened. Um, I think one somebody started crying. I forget what happened, but we were we were really scared for you. You know, we do care for you. So to hear that happening, we were just praying that everything would go well in the surgery. And you know, luckily it did. And that was I think that's your last surgery no, up till date. No, you've had another one. Yes. I don't know about this one. What do you mean? What, when did you have another surgery? Back surgery. When was this? A little bit. Too, yeah, be, this, the one I want to talk about is my back surgery. Well, it was 2014, I think. Uh, I had talked that. If, if it was 2014, then that, that, that that's sure. an old surgery. 
Yeah, but they have something happening in Sergio. I want to talk about it. Okay. It was 2014. Dr. Dr. Freno. He put me to sleep, and it was a 50% chance I wasn't going to walk again. And a 50% chance I was going to walk again. So I had that back in my brain the whole time in surgery. And I had it in my brain. My mama couldn't afford a van. We didn't have no money for no van. So I went in that surgery. I, I woke up during the surgery. I started seeing nothing but white around me. I seen white spots, the whole lights and everything. The doctor said he looked down. I was wide awake looking up like the whole time while they was working on my back. Cutting me open and everything. And I was wide awake the whole time. Yes, I remember. Yes, I do. That's, that's one of my fears, having surgery and waking up during that. They put me right back. They did. They put me right back out. I was awake for like two minutes straight before they realized I was awake. That's fucking... Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. That's actually... that is That is my fear. Not only am I afraid of hospitals, but fuck, that, that would... Like, what do you do? Like, I, I've, I've, I've read stories and watched people, uh, watched YouTube videos of people talking about like that. Like, what are you supposed to do when that happens? You can't do nothing but wait till they put you exactly. back out. Exactly. You just can't, you can't do anything. So you're just sitting there. I mean, more than likely you weren't feeling, you could have been imagining that more than likely you weren't feeling it. But if the anesthesia wore off oh, or whatever yeah, it's called, feel it. you were probably, you probably couldn't feel it, but you could probably see. There are stories of people waking up and seeing uh, the things that happened, but you know, I don't know if you were feeling it, but you could have. I don't know. That wasn't me. No, I didn't feel that. I didn't see the doctor looking down. I seen the doctor working, and I see blood. The next thing I know, I seen a mask over my face. I was gone again. Fuck. That's terrifying. That's right out of a horror movie. That's terrifying. <laughs> I want to throw up. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, after I remember that, like, it made me want to throw up again. Because after I got out of the hospital, Mama told me that. And I remembered it. And I threw up in the park lot in the hospital. After I got out. Well, I couldn't. That's... Uh... I mean, the hospital's not fun. Then, here recently, I was... Well, in real terms, I don't think hospitals are originally designed to be fun. No. Not at all. Well, all through my childhood... Me and my dad always fought. I always told him, well, come to meet me in real life, I'll knock you out, stuff like that. Cause we always what was, the fuck? we always was heated. Heated. We always will be. Like, my daddy was never there for my childhood. Never. There was always me and my papa and my mama. Until my stepdad comes so in. So your, your mom and dad are divorced. Okay, you said stepdad. So they're divorced. Yeah, me and my me and my mama and my stepdad and papa was always the one. So is your me. is your dad still in the picture? Here recently, I started taking. I re, I here recently last couple months I've been trying to get back the good, trying to get that build relationship built back up. From is it was, working? Not really. No. 
Cause well, I mean, at least you're trying. That, that that is that is a good thing. Cause I got a little you know, sister. There are, there are people like that in my life that I haven't really felt the need to go back to, but I want to. So it's always good to try. But you know, sometimes relationships can't be patched. Well, um, it, I I had it built back up to this one person come in his life, and it was all shambled again. Yeah. Well, that was my little sister. My little sister. Well. And how old's your little sister? She just turned 13. Oh, okay. She's, I was thinking like four or five, but She off. is a troublemaker, drama queen, everything. Well, that's, that's, that's the age. age. <laughs> that, that's, that's the, the age right there. there. Then, uh. We about got in a fist fight over the weekend. This weekend. Oh, fist fight. Uh, well, my daddy come running up the stairs and it was not good. We was nose to nose, face to face. He told me go to my room. Then he slunk her in her room. I said, I was like, yes, you get into trouble. I was so excited, but she's failing to get some discipline. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm gonna get off that story because it's gonna make me mad. <laughs> well, just a little bit of family drama. Well, here's me being a here. Here's when I'm 18 now. Man, you. Okay, so you're my you're man. An adult. My man, you. Me as a man. Okay. This is when lucky one raps was started to come what I am today. Well, All right. 18 years old, my my dog passed away from the lightning. That's why I turned my life to, to nothing. I started seeing. Um, so not to be not to be confused. Uh, you were talking about Diesel earlier. This isn't Diesel. This is another dog. Yeah, this is after. Because Diesel, Diesel is still D Diesel is still here with us proudly. Yeah, this is before I got Diesel. I didn't want to cut out the context for this, so I asked what he meant by died from yeah, lightning. Yeah, I was about to say something about that, too, but I, I, I kind of kept going and I forgot about it. Lightning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Elaborate. My dog, my dog name, he got, he got struck by lightning when it died. Holy fuck. Shit. Then, uh, his name was Demon. As was his name. That's, uh... But this dog wasn't a demon, though. That's that's a little... Yeah, his name was Demon. Demon and being struck by lightning is just a little weird. But continue. Then after he died, two weeks later, it come Diesel. And now, I'm glad I got Diesel. He's always there by my side to anything. Yeah, and Diesel's really cute. We like Diesel. I saved Diesel's life back in February of 2018. He was. What happened to him? They they tried to put me to put him to sleep and get me to kill him and this and that. The vet did. Then I. Well, what was wrong with him? They said he was dehydrated. He didn't have much water. So they were trying to put him to sleep. Yeah, to kill him because they afraid he wouldn't make it. He was going not going to make it. Well, Diesel. Yeah, not a vet, but that doesn't seem right. Well, You're dehydrated, I, get water. What? They put him in IV and stuff like that. And they told me. They said, you best option to put the dog to sleep and let him die. I said, I told Mama, Mama come out there and told me that I went outside and cried. 
went back in there and grabbed Diesel off the tank. Told Mom we're paying. We going home. And we went home. I wrapped Diesel up in a blanket. Put a Bible beside of him. I put his bowl of water on the bed. And uh, I, we fell asleep. And I prayed before I went to sleep with him. Then the next morning he was fine. Then uh, I went took him to the vet three weeks later. The veterinarian said, is this the same dog? I said, it is the same dog. And y'all try to get me to put him to sleep. Said, Damn, well, you showed them. Me and Diesel always used to ride in a red lawnmower. A red lawnmower stuff. I used to ride him in a cage in a trailer and stuff. With a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you live on a farm. That's another thing. Right? Uh, no, right it's, it's not a farm. It's just my mama trying to make it a farm. What? My mom was trying to make it in a farm. Yeah, don't you have goats? I got goats, yeah. horses, rabbits, dogs, cats. It's, it's almost a farm. In my book, at least, it's a farm. I got baby goats. What qualifies as a farm? Sheep, pigs, cows, goats, horses. Me and these will always ride up and down to my best friend's house. My buddy's house. We real recently moved away from here. Kind of broke my heart for that. Well, I was coming out of his house one day, get ready to go home. I passed out cold turkey in the grass, hit the ground, told out. I got, I made it, I got up and flying, brushed it off, made it to my lawnmower. Time I got on my lawnmower, I started up, had my uh, feet on the pedal. I passed out again. Then uh, my feet hit. The, I got off the pedal, and the lawnmower started going straight. My buddy pulled the wheel, and uh, put it in his yard and turned it off. I was passed out on my lawnmower while I was moving, with diesel That's in the back. With diesel in the back. Then uh. Must have been scary for diesel. That's not. <laughs> I wrecked a lot of stuff in my day. I ran, I ran, I ran in a go kart, a little go kart. I ran in with the go kart. I ran in some bricks, where the house I live in now. I ran into the bricks with the go kart. It messed the go kart up. You gotta be careful. No, I was a kid when it was happening. Oh, so you just rammed in the side of your house with a go kart? I was what? I was six years old when that happened. Oh damn. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I done that too. That is for another podcast. <laughs> um, well, I no, threw, but I, I threw damn, a, dude. I threw Danny. A, well, my mama, my savior, my ride or die, my birth, my my birth, my everything. It's like she kept me alive. I thank her to this day. Because if it would cause my mom, I would keep fighting the way I do. You know, it, it's good. It's good that you have someone in your life um, that helps you the way that your mom does. One of my biggest fears is losing my mama. One of my biggest fears. That's, I think that's a fear for a lot of people. Because if I lose her and I lose my papa, I don't know what I will do. I'll probably go off the deep end and tell the truth about it. I, I probably would go crazy. Because I keep that back in my mind every day I wake up and every day I go to sleep. 
It's like, what I'm gonna do? Well, you always have somebody. What if I'm gonna do if I wake up next one and my mom is not here? What am I gonna do if I wake up my papa's going? Like, my mama just had a birthday last month. So she returned 40 some years old. She she's getting old. We are we all getting old. We don't get younger. That's true. And I, when I when I was on life support, the second time in my life, I seen a light. I died on that hospital bed again. I was gone for a complete 30 minutes, and I come back because I heard my daddy in the room talking. I come back just just to hear what he was talking about, and I stayed. And I come back, and here I am today. So you're telling me that you 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 died, and you were you were in the process. Of, you were seeing the white light, and you heard your dad, and you wanted to keep hearing them, so you stayed. Yeah. Me. Now is this? You, are you talking about your stepdad or your real dad? Real daddy, because he wanted okay. he wanted supposed to be there that day when I was a lot support. He wanted supposed to be in the room. They let him in, and I was wondering why, when I was out of my body, looking at it, and I was turning around as a ghost. I remember it clearly turning around, he was sitting right there. I was like, I jumped back in my body listening. It's, and I heard what he said. He said, he said, I'm sorry for mistreating him all them years. And I was exactly what out of his mouth he said. Now, there's always going to be people that, you know, speculate over situations like that saying if things are like hey that's not real that's fake hey he's lying blah 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 you know but i i personally have had a similar situation to that i uh i had a dream where i i get it was either a dream or something but it just felt so real where i physically saw my mom in front of me but like i could see through her and she was like a ghost and she was just standing there smiling at me. And the next morning, my mom woke up and said she had a dream where she could choose uh, to go to heaven or to stay here with me. And I remember when that happened, I, it, I, I didn't think I was dreaming. To this day, I don't think I was dreaming. But I got up and I went and shook my mom and I couldn't wake her. And I remember just going back to sleep and I couldn't wake her up. And she woke up the next morning and told me that. And I freaked my shit because I was like, holy fuck. Like, what just happened? So, like, when I hear stories like that from other people that they have heard things or they have seen things and they just stuff like that ghost or anything like that. In my personal opinion, it could be false. It could be true. But I'm always more open to the fact that that person's not lying, and I believe stuff like that. I believe in it. Because when I was in a hospital as a little kid, my door screened open, nobody was there. My mom had seen me, was sitting right there, like she always is in the hospital with me. I watched the door open, I followed my nana all the way in the room. Watched her sit down in this seat, it was an empty seat. I watched her sit down. I was having a conversation with my nana, and this is where she was been gone a year before this happened. After this happened, 
did she was gone a year. Then I watched her get up, walk out, and then I didn't see her again until until here recently. It was when I was turned eighteen years old. I had this turned eighteen. It was February the third, two years before I went to life support. I was walking home from my cousin's house. Something caught me in the eye up here on her gravesite. I seen something white danced up in her gravesite. I turned around and looked. It was like a white ghost up there staring right at me. Real, real quick before we move away from this topic, I'm kind of curious about you, Bear. What do you, what do you think about this topic? Personally, uh, I don't believe in like a higher power or really spiritualism in general, but I see no harm in other people believing in it. It's not going to burn people down and say, no, no, that didn't happen. I'm not a fucking Redditor, so <laughs> you guys do you. Well, I okay, this is, this is going to the direction I didn't think it was going to take. I don't know what I believe in. Honestly, I really don't know what I believe in. I feel like there could be something. The same thing with aliens. You know, like there there could be something out there we don't know. More 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 or less there probably is something because if we're here then someone else this is going way off topic, but I'm just gonna say I don't know what I believe in, but I am comfortable listening to what everybody else's beliefs are. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Well my bros. Everybody's been there from day one since I met everybody. Well, this is in the friend group from Alex's friend group. So we've been friends for around five or six we've years since friend, 2015. We've been friends so for five years. years. I met no, Kyle, years. I met John, I met... Five years? Six, five, six. Six. I, I do math. I, do, I met a lot of good people. I met Feed, I met Bear, I met Alex. I met a lot of good people in this friend group. I met a lot of scumbags in this friend group. I met a lot of bad people leave this group. A lot of a lot of stuff has happened in this uh, friend group, but yeah, we don't have to go into that. But yeah, we met on Xbox One. We um, met playing Minecraft. Which you know, I also want to mention this. I think it's so cool that today that you could get on a console, meet somebody that lives really far away, and talk to them for this many years. Oh yeah, I absolutely think that's so cool, because you couldn't do that years and years ago you couldn't do that and now like technology has advanced so much that i'm able to meet somebody like manny ricky i i think that's actually cool even with you bear oh yeah we did i that room with the were the drawing room the room that you could draw things on yeah i remember that now but yeah that i just think that that's actually amazing when you don't have to when when y'all don't have to develop your internet what was that well, you don't have to dial up your internet 24-7. Whatever that means, yeah, probably. Like, yeah, you, it's like you had to go, like, dial up your internet. Like, you had to have a dial-up internet. Like, you can't download their games or nothing. It's back in the times I grew up in where you had to dial up your oh, internet. Oh, I, I don't know what he means. You don't know what dial-up okay, internet look, I'm not is. that bright. Is it like a dial-up phone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's before Ben Franklin. Are we sure Manny had that? Yeah, I had that. It sucked. Then I got 
something better than that. Then, the last part of my story I want to get into is my lungs. Man, it's been a it's been a long ride with my lungs. Still kicking the ass, I'm still kicking butt with my lungs and keep rolling with them. No, Manny, you're not kicking butt, you're kicking ass. I don't want to cuss, I'm trying not to cuss. You did say I... You're good, man, it's a podcast. Nobody told me that, Ian, okay. Well, then I'm <laughs> kicking ass and taking names and on my lungs. How about that? Then my lungs had me defeated at one point. It always drive me down. I can't even ride a bike because of my lungs. I can't even run, sprint, holy walks. Please, please cut that out. <laughs> leave it. Leave that in there. Leave it in there. And then uh, my lungs, every time I go to hospital, they always have to inject me with steroids. Every time. And, Whoa, what? Like they inject me with steroids every time. Because they... Or... Because... If they don't, my lungs are so weak to fight the pneumonia, they don't think I can fight it by myself. Shit. So every time I go to the hospital now, since here recently, I gotta get steroids. Cause my, they, they think my lungs are so weak can't fight no more. Which I know that's true cause I've been taking overdose on my uh, breathing treatments cause of my lungs. Manny, you never stopped fighting. Oh, yeah, no, you, you're still here. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you're fighting every. You know that's. It's sometimes. I don't know if that's something that you think about, but you know, I I do think about this, and it's sad that you have to. But I'm happy that you're winning. The winning. You fight every single day of your life when you wake up and get out of bed. So you're not feet touch the ground. I fight, 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 fight. All day long. And, and you're still, still strong. It's, yeah, still strong. But sometimes, some days I don't get up And big. the fact that you don't give up and you keep pushing yourself and you keep, you keep doing what makes you happy, whether it's the rapping, the music, or hanging out with your friends, or, you know, whatever you choose to do and all the things that are around you, like you know, people that are helping you like us or your mom or my oh man, that gave me another anybody. Topic. I think your life may have some issues, but I think that you you've pushed through a lot of those issues and you have things worth living for is what I'm trying to you say. You know why I not give up yet? You know reason why I gave up yet. Why is that? I got two little I got I'm an uncle. I'm Uncle Ricky to be now. Well, I got a niece and I got a nephew. One's seven. Really? And one's two years old. And I, t- I my seven-year-old niece, and my seven-year-old niece come to me. She knew that I was on oxygen. She said, what's wrong with you? I was like, it's a long story. I'll tell you when you get older. She's like, you gonna be alright? I said, I promise you, I'll be here when you get older. And I'm not going anywhere. And you won't. So far, I kept my word. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. I'll kick, I'll kick some ass. Keep kicking ass till I see the dust. Come back. But. I mean, you better because there's gonna be a day where I walk up to your house and meet you in person, man. No, no, you won't, bro. 
No, you won't. No, you won't. I don't see that happening. Trust me, it will. All right. Well, I think this is. I'm done. A... Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think this is a perfect spot to uh, end this. Uh, but Manny, I just want to. I'll let Bear talk, but I- I've been talking a lot. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast and. I really appreciate it that this was the place that you decided to tell your story. Um, I know your story was all over the place, but I'm hoping that when people hear this, they'll be able to piece it together and, you know, at least be able to put themselves into your shoes and understand where you're coming from. Because I know that I can, uh, I didn't get confused in any of that. I, I kind of, I, I mostly knew what you were talking about. Sometimes I got a little confused, but it immediately got, you know, addressed and it got fixed. But you know, I'm I'm thankful that you chose to speak everything on this podcast, and I I wish you the best. And obviously, we're friends, so we're not going anywhere. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. That's that's all I have to say. All right, Manny. Well, it was nice having you on here, and uh, thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. I know this one was a little bit different. Um, I'm I'm sorry, Bear didn't get to talk that much. It, but to be fair, in his uh. For his excuses, he doesn't know Manny that very well, so he doesn't really know what to say. So I'll give him that. I'll let him pass on that, but the next podcast, you better talk my ass up. Manny, you want to say anything else before you go? Before we go? You have anything else to say? Anything you want to say to anybody watching this podcast or anything, you know, from you? Maybe. Well, if y'all see this, I I, I know y'all will. Well, day can get rough, the night can get rough, but at the end of your day, just know you got much to live for, and just keep fighting, motherfuckers. (laughs) Hell yeah, there you go. Alright guys, um, thank you guys for tuning into this podcast, and we'll see you guys in the next one.